and welcome to our monthly PFWB podcast. And this is Randy Carter, General Superintendent of the Pentecostal Free Will Baptist Church. And I'm joined here in the Resource Center today with Marty Two, our World Witness Director. Hi, Marty. Hey, it's uh, good to be with you, uh, Randy, and glad to be able to share on this podcast today. Yeah, well, this is a subject that I know is near and dear to your heart, not only because it's the department you lead, but also because you have a passion for reaching lost folks with the gospel. And that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast uh, today, because we're in a season, we're calling it the power of we. That's the theme for the year 2018 here in the PFWB. And we launched this back at the Healthy Church Conference and just said, throughout this year, we, the Pentecostal Free Will Baptists, are going to center our attention on four things. And we rolled them out at the Healthy Church Conference. You remember, they were, uh, we worship God, we share Christ, we make disciples, and we serve others. And we said that we were going to do it like this, that we were going to break the year up into four quarters, and each quarter we're going to focus on a different one of these. So we're coming to the end of the first quarter of 2018, and our focus through the resources we've been sending out, the uh, uh, papers we've been writing and things we've been talking about, has all been about worshiping God. And now, as we approach the month of April, we're entering into that second uh, quarter of the year, and so we're going to begin to shift our attention to sharing Christ, to sharing the gospel, the good news of the gospel of Amen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and I was thinking about this, getting ready for this podcast today, that when it comes to priorities in the kingdom and priorities for the church, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ has to be one of those priorities. Uh, I love a, a quote that I heard once by a pastor named John Ortberg, and here's the way he put it. He said, if sin is the disease that has plagued our society, and if salvation is the remedy, then we've got to get close enough to them to inject them with the good news of the gospel. That's right. I, I like that. Me too. Because if you think about it, uh, I think we would agree sin is the disease that has plagued our right. society. Salvation is the remedy. Uh, but he says in order for us to inject them with the good news of the gospel, we got to get close enough to them. A and so reaching lost folks with the gospel has got to become our priority. When I was a pastor, I used to talk about the priorities of our church and the purposes of our church. And we had five of them that we identified when I pastored a church. And they were fellowship, uh, worship, ministry. I mean, every church is going to have a certain amount of ministry that it's doing. And then discipleship and then evangelism. And we just drilled it into our people. These are the purposes of our church. And I got to thinking, and one time I stood in front of my congregation and I said, you know what? If these are the five purposes of the church, they're all important. But out of all five of them, the one that is the most urgent has to be evangelism because you think about it all the other purposes of the church are things that we're going to do for all of eternity i mean when we get to heaven there's going to be plenty of fellowship and it'll be better than better than any fellowship we ever had down here worship i mean it doesn't get any better than than the worship we're going to enjoy in heaven and again it'll be for all of eternity ministry i believe there'll be ministry opportunities going on in heaven right. discipleship 
Uh, I don't know if we'll be ever growing and ever learning or if we'll just automatically know it all when we get there. But the point is, there'll be plenty of time for discipleship. Mm -hmm. The one thing that the church is supposed to be about that we only have a set amount of time to do is to reach lost people with the gospel. Because there's going to come a time where, where it's going to be too late. There's going to come a time where there won't be any more time to share the good news. And so whether it's the most important purpose of the church or not, we can certainly, I think, agree that it is the most urgent purpose Absolutely. of the church. And so that's why here into this second quarter, we're just going into overdrive on, on the subject of sharing Christ. And, and I've thought a lot about this as a pastor, and now in the role I'm in, I think a lot about this, is why is it that this seems to be one of those things that it's so hard for people to get excited about? If you ever noticed, you were yes. a pastor for, what, nine yeah, nine, nine years. Nine, and That's you probably, correct. I don't know how it was at where you were, but I've pastored several churches. And I guess two of the things that it was the hardest to get people excited about and to get people to show up for was, number one, a prayer meeting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to have a small meeting, just tell them you're getting together to pray. And the other was to teach them how to share the gospel, yes. how to share their faith in Jesus Christ. But I, I'm convinced that at least one of the reasons a lot of Christians don't share their faith is maybe because they just don't know how to share their faith. Yes. I don't know if you ever thought about that or not, but uh, to, to me, I know we, we did a lot of training in the church I pastored and w different ways for people to learn to share the gospel, uh, but I, I, I'm reminded of another quote, and this one's by another pastor, and his name's Lee Strobel, and here's what he says. He says, there is a body of information called the gospel that must be transferred from your mind to the mind of a lost individual. It must be transferred clearly and with passion and conviction, and it must be transferred in a compelling and convincing way. For the gospel to affect lives, it must be put in words. In other words, we've got to train people to share the gospel. Yes. If, if they don't know how, how are they going to do it? Uh, I'm reminded of a story my dad used to tell about an occasion when him and, and Don Sauls, another former general superintendent, they were riding down the road together, and they came upon an accident. My dad was driving, and he drove right on past. And all of a sudden, Don Sauls said to my dad, he said, Herbert, pull over, pull over. So my dad did. Don Sauls got out of the car and ran back to where the accident was and was there about a half hour. He waited till EMS arrived, and I'm not sure what all he did, but when he got back in the car, he and my dad went on their way, and my dad said to him, he said, Don, he said, you know, I've driven past accidents many, many times through the years, and I never even thought to pull over and stop. And yet, the first thing you said was, stop, stop, let's see if we can help. Mm -hmm. He said, what's the difference? He, my dad said, it's not that I don't care that somebody's just had an accident. And here's what Don Saul said. He said, the difference is you wouldn't know what to do if you did stop. He said, I was trained in EMS, and I know what to do. That's why I stopped. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't bother to stop and tell others about Jesus because they know that they don't know how to tell others about Jesus. They wouldn't know how to do it if they had the opportunity. And that's why we have got to find ways to train our people to share the good news. Now, Marty, you know this, but in January, me and you and uh, Chris Searles, our CLM director, and Doc Hobbs, our regional director, 
we spent, I guess, a better part of a day, at least half a day, around a table doing some brainstorming for 2018. And we set what I call some God-sized goals, you know, for, for 2018 in relation to this whole power of we thing. And in this area about sharing Christ, our focus for this second quarter, uh, we set some goals. And one of those goals that we set was that in the year 2018, we're going to believe that we're going to see 750 lost people come to faith in Christ through the ministry of the PFWB churches. And, and that means that, that somebody better get, get to telling the old, old story. Somebody better get to witnessing. And, and, and we set that goal, remember? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, 750 people to come to Christ, and what a blessing that would be. I remember that day another one of the goals that we set was that 25 of our churches would hold evangelism mm. workshops. <laughs> I remember that. In their yeah. churches in 2018. Right. And uh, for those listening to this podcast, I just want to uh, to let you know uh, through this media that, that I am available uh, to come to your church and to help uh, train and equip your people to share uh, their right. faith. That's awesome. I think one of the reasons why people are hesitant to share their faith is because they feel somehow, some way they may blow it. They're not going to do it right, for, for instance. But mm-hmm. uh, and another another reason may be because they feel the pastor or others are better equipped. But the, the reality is that every Christian is called to share their faith. The right. word tells us that he who wins souls is wise. The, the command of Christ to go and to preach the gospel, to go and to make disciples is for every believer. It's for mm-hmm. every Christian. And right. so I, I think sometimes uh, the, the so-called average Christian in the pew may feel intimidated uh, but really, sharing our faith should be as natural in the Christian life as breathing is uh, to our body. Absolutely. And and I just like to mention some of the resources mm-hmm. that that we provide here from our resource center, and just some things maybe uh, that I could point out to people that they could uh, go to and 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 look and learn more about sharing their faith. First, a couple of books come to mind. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, at one of our uh, minister and spouse retreats we had a, a minister from the church of god named leonard albert to come and to share i remember that and and he had written a book at that time called sharing the gospel in three stories mm-hmm. and he talked about the importance first of all of listening to their story that is the unsaved listening to their story and then uh, telling your story mm-hmm. and that all leads to sharing his story that's beautiful and he called that the how the wow and the now factor. <laughs> How was my life before I, I met like Christ? That. Wow, look at what happened when I, might, I met Christ. And now what my life is like afterwards. Really, <laughs> really, each Christian should be able to share a simple testimony in as little as two or three minutes. And it's the Holy Spirit that empowers that testimony. Right, right. And so we don't have to worry. There's only one Billy Graham. Uh, there's yeah. only one of, of some of these great evangelists. But we simply just need to be who we are right. in Christ and allow the Spirit to empower our testimony. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I encourage uh that book is a resource called Sharing the Gospel in Three Stories. It Good. also speaks about how uh, to implement life groups into your church, if that's something that you're interested in doing. Another book that uh, our former mission director, Doc Hobbs, shared with me was is uh, Share Jesus Without Fear. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of literature that goes along with that book as well, if people would like to um, study that book. So that's just a couple of books, but there are many, many great books, mm-hmm. resources that uh, that – that are available today 
and very convenient through um, uh, into Amazon.com and right. so forth that can just deliver those books right to your doorstep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I wanted to mention some some short films that have been available and have come out in the last few years. In particular, one that I was involved with, the church I pastored, was put uh, a ministry put out by the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association mm-hmm. called My Hope. And they have had several films over the last few years, one called The Cross, uh, one is called Heaven, mm-hmm. one is called Flying Blind. Uh, Flying Blind, I just saw that recently. It's a 22-minute it's a film. It's, it's a program about sin, conviction, and true redemption found only through mm. Jesus Christ. And so because it's only 22 minutes long, it can be shown as a part of your church service. Mm-hmm. It could be shown in a small group or just wherever God opens a door. That's great. And everything that they do, they do with excellence. It's right. a very powerful resource uh, that, that is available. So I would encourage our churches and our people to look into those films as one of the tools or resources that they could use. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we go back to just the the tracks that uh, that have been printed over the years and that we can share with others. Sure. Uh, some, some may think that track ministry is old-fashioned, but uh, it's still uh, a powerful evangelism tool. And one thing I've learned uh, is that by the study of tracks that teach you how to share your faith, uh, that just helps you to become familiar. That just helps mm-hmm. you to be able uh, to go through whether it's the Romans Road of Salvation or the ABC of Salvation. Uh, you can learn uh, a biblical way to share your faith. And again, the, the BGEA has a lot of resources, uh, literature, tracks, and so forth. One of the best ones is called Steps to Peace with God. There's another uh, company called E3 resources.org that's lowercase e numeral three resources.org and they have a lot of tools available for sharing your faith Uh, the e3 stands for equipping evangelism and establishing so uh, that's another avenue Uh, that's another Mm -hmm. tool or resources that our, our our churches can look to for learning how to share their faith Another one is a phone app that I recently became familiar with, and it's simply called Share Your Faith. Mm -hmm. So just like all these other apps, you can download this um, and and have it on your phone. And while some may think it may be awkward uh, for them to pull out a track or share with someone, uh, it can be a very uh, easy segue into sharing your faith by just Perhaps you're at a coffee shop uh, just enjoying some conversation with someone you want to share your faith with. And, and usually these days, everybody has their phone out. Their phone is laying on the table. Right. And you can simply say, hey, let me show you something on my phone. Uh, as the Spirit opens uh, the, the opportunity for you to share the gospel with them, it's a simple phone app that leads you right through the gospel. That's called Share Your Faith. Mm-hmm. One, one resource, final resource that I'd like to share is something that I'm looking forward to implementing in our churches. We talked about we want to have 25 um, evangelism workshops. Mm -hmm. Well, a ministry that I'm working on right now, which is a a ministry of the local church, an outreach ministry, is called Go Teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, pastors and and anyone can uh, contact me, and I can speak in depth about this. Mm -hmm. But... uh, very the very short version is it's a two-month process and that first month you you recruit people in your church that are going to be willing to share their faith with at least one person and then in that first month i will come 
for at least two meetings to meet with your people that you've recruited to mm-hmm. help them to learn how to share their faith. And okay. then in that second month, that is when these people are actually going to share their faith with uh, lost people. Mm-hmm. And it's based on, it's not really um, door-to-door knocking or what we may call uh, cold conversations, mm-hmm. but it's based upon the sphere of, uh, of, of influence that they have of the people in their life. Mm-hmm. For instance, their friends, their relatives, their associates that they work with, their neighbors. Uh, it's people, for the most part, that we know. Of course, God can always bring that person that we don't know in, that encounter mm-hmm. where we share our faith. But we really need to be about sharing the gospel, and we we certainly need to reach out to the people that are already in our life. And so uh, go teams is something that I'm looking forward to. I think it could make a major difference in every church as they reach out. And, and hopefully uh, for those that are unchurched mm-hmm. who get saved, uh, then of course they would be invited to attend that local church. Sure, sure. Uh, so it can also be a, an, an avenue of true uh, church growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across a quote recently that I'd like to share and it says, Uh, If we are going to capture the hearts of the lost for Christ, we must capture the heart of Christ for the lost. Wow. And here we are in Passion Week. And I I, I read whereas Jesus uh, was entering the city of Jerusalem when he was riding upon uh, the colt of a donkey. And we call it, uh, we we celebrate this on Palm Sunday. Mm -hmm. The word says that he looked over the city and he wept Mm. because he didn't know the day of their visitation. Mm. He wept because he saw that there was lost souls there that needed to be saved. And and the Messiah was right there in front of them. Well, the Messiah is here in us. He said that we are in him and he is uh, in us. And so we need to have that same compassion of Christ, that same Uh, agape love of christ that is the key uh to all evangelism that is the motive that's beautiful Uh, say that quote one more time sure it it says if we are going to capture the hearts of the lost for christ we must capture the heart of christ for the lost that's powerful that is thank you for sharing that and as you're talking about all these resources i'm thinking there is no excuse for any of us not equipping ourselves to share this good news my dad used to say it like this the good news is only good news if it gets there in time. And there are people who are, wow. are, are dying. And, and, and if we don't get there in time, what good is the good news for them That's if they right. didn't hear it? And so the resources are there. You're making yourself available uh, to go in and do workshops and to train our people. Uh, you know, I was thinking about the big takeaway for this podcast today. To me, it would be what we said earlier, that of everything we do as a church, and it's all important, but of everything we do, the one thing that carries with it a sense of urgency. If you could say it like this, the one thing that has a shelf life or, or an expiration date is evangelism because we've only got a certain amount of time to do it. Now, we're coming up on Easter Sunday, and as you folks are hearing this podcast, you're getting ready for the big holiday weekend and Easter Sunday. One pastor friend of mine in one of our churches, uh, I've heard him describe Easter Sunday as the Super Bowl Sunday for the Christian yeah. church. We know the Super Bowl's in February, I guess, but right. he, he said this is Super Bowl Sunday for the Christian church. It is the big day. I mean, if you're ever going to have tons of guests, very likely people that don't know Christ, 
it's going to be on Easter Sunday. And so, as you said earlier, we talked about not only do we have a goal to see 25 workshops across our denomination teaching people how to share their faith, we've got a goal to see 750 new souls brought into the kingdom through our churches this year. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could reach that goal this Sunday? Absolutely. (laughs) Easter Sunday. I'm going to let you close us in prayer to end this podcast today, Marty. And as you do, if you would, let's pray that that God would help us reach those goals to get into our churches and train our people in how to share their faith. But let's also pray that that our, our ministers, our pastors, would step into their pulpits this Sunday, on Easter Sunday, and boldly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let's pray for a great harvest of souls for the glory of christ amen would you do that for us let's let's do that right now amen dear father we just come before you lord we just thank you for this opportunity lord each day lord is an opportunity god to grow closer to you to know you but it's an opportunity to share our faith with others you you have said that uh, you have you have given this ministry into the hands of your church that we would share the good news. And Lord, these aren't just goals that we've pulled out of the air. We have been seeking your guidance. And so we feel that these are are goals that you have given us, that we would see 750 uh, people at least come to faith in in Christ this year. And so, uh, Lord, these are God-sized goals, and and we look to you. We know that that we can do nothing without you, but we can do all things through you who strengthen us. And so... I just pray, Lord, that you would help us to meet these goals that you have given us by your power and certainly for your glory. Right now, I just lift up every local church of the PFWB. I lift up every local pastor right now. And as we come to Easter Sunday, Mm. I just pray, Lord, that the anointing of the Spirit would be upon them, that they would share the gospel, Lord, that they would proclaim it boldly. You say that your word does not return void. It will accomplish, Lord, what you have sent it to do. And, and, And the fact is that you have ordained that it's the preaching of the gospel that would be able to have the power uh, by by response of faith to transform lives and to save souls and so i pray you anoint every pastor i pray god that every church would see in a renewed way the importance of the people lord from pulpit to pew to share their faith and god that this this final harvest will be brought in before your return in jesus name amen amen